Welcome. Do you ever wonder why some poor people are happy while some rich people are unhappy? Are you feeling a hollowness in your life? Do you feel that you are sometimes pretending just to belong? Each and every one of us has a beautiful talent, a gift inside that needs to come out. This is Revelations and Wonders, Secrets to Life and Happiness. Your host is Fabian Edju. As you move along on this earthly journey, it's time to welcome confidence and delight in what life has to offer for a better life ahead. Now, here is Fabian Edju. Hello, friends and fellow listeners of these Revelations and Wonders, Secrets to Life and Happiness. Welcome. Uh, I am so delighted to be here as usual. It's always a great day to uh, be able to share something with with everybody. So um, if you are joining us for the first time, I would like to uh, take just a minute to remind us why uh, revelations and wonders. Our goal really is to try to share some knowledge on how to remove some complexity in life. Life is, um, is very simple and uh, so long as we want it to be simple. And it could also be as complicated as we want it to be. But unfortunately, I think that we go about our days without trying to understand um, the purpose of life and uh, how to make life simple. Um, But in reality, alone is how you and I came to this earth, true birth. And alone is how you and I will depart this earth, true death. That is the reality. So revelations and wonders are the things that take place right after birth and right before death. Even though we don't talk too much about death, but is an inevitable part of life. So revelations should be understood as the quest for self-identity and understandings of one's purpose on this journey, uh, earthly journey. And wonders is the search for fulfillment through life experiences with the goal of reaching the state of happiness on earth and hope that happiness will be the last earthly experience. So with that being said, today's topic is the best gifts with nothing, what and why to give. And why did we even start with this um, topic? But the reality is that the the holidays are fast approaching and uh, you would notice that most people will get involved in this uh, seasonal gifting or giving. And the reality is that once the dust settles and everything is done, you will see that most people would really not find fulfillment in 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 the way that they give or what they give, and and then in the, at the end they're going to go back and restart the same thing next year. 
just because maybe somebody decided that it's the season or it's the time to start giving. Um, not only that, when you look at the way that these seasonal gift, giving and gifting are set up, they always seem to take place at the same time that um, some either religious or spiritual holidays take place. And if you observe uh, very clearly without any um, bias, you will notice that the main purpose that is supposed to be the uh, spiritual holiday, or if you want it, if you want to call it uh, religious holidays, is always overshadowed by all these gift exchanges. And so the main reason for these holidays are always relegated in second place. But, and then at the end, um, why should we be surprised that people are not fulfilled? People are not satisfied at the end. Um, but for those of you who actually read the Bible, um, I think somewhere there in Matthew 6, it states, But when you give to the needy, do not let your left hand know what your right hand is doing, so that your giving may be in secret. And your father, who sees what is done in secret, will reward you. So let's get started. So as I mentioned, no one is really too poor to give. So the notion of best gift presupposes, uh, presupposes that there is um, at least one type of things that one can give. In other words, there are several types of gifts. So one can classify uh, gifts into two categories. Some are tangible and others are intangible. So the tangible gifts are, are well known by most of us. They are the things that one can see, touch, smell, taste, or hear with our physical uh, uh, physical body senses. So when one goes to the store to purchase a gift or taking any of their own personal possessions to give it to uh, somebody else as a gift, such gift is what we refer here to as tangible. So the intangibles are the things that we cannot see the things that no amount of money can purchase. So in other way, the intangible are the things that cannot be measured, counted, or purchased in direct exchange for money. So the two categories of gifts are also in line with the two aspects of life on earth in general. So the physical on one hand, and then the non-physical on the other hand. So the non-physical are the things that cannot be experienced with our physical capacity. That is why they are generally labeled as, or referred to as beyond, which means beyond any physical capacity. So 
while everyone talks about the things that are within the physical capacity with a somewhat decent understanding, everything from the beyond is filled with confusion to the point that some people no longer believe in it. This has led to the divide where things that are beyond the physical capacity are really just relegated to, to the realm of imagination or fiction. And we have even witnessed a real, a real volition by some to um, disassociate all the non-physical from the public sphere. And we see that, for instance, when we start talking about the separation of church and state. But the direct misfortune here is that um, when people cannot make a difference between two simple notions, the notion of religion and the notion of spiritual. So people consider both to be the same, even though they clearly represent two separate things. So religions are nothing but institution, just like any other earthly institution, whereas the spiritual is another aspect of life that actually transcends religion itself, affects everyone, regardless of whether they accept um, uh, its existence. And the, parad the, the paradox of our society today is that, on the one hand, many people want the separation between the government and religion, yet on the other hand, the same people enjoy uh, religious holidays. Uh, most families have, have gifts exchanges, um, such as cer ceremonies during holidays and that have become part of the tradition. And gift exchanges around holidays are um, uh, predominant practices in most Western cultures and primarily in Western countries. This also goes beyond family and expands in other social settings, such as the workplace, including uh, the same public places where um, religions are prohibited. So in most poor countries, which is uh, some of the country that some of, some of us came from, um, people don't have the luxury of choice to engage in gift exchanges. So they are more content with uh, sharing a good meal in a festive manner during holidays. But just like anywhere, the gifting seems to always take place around religious and secular holidays. So the question that really rises for, from this uh, universal observation is whether gifting is supposed to be a seasonal thing. So in addition, one must wonder what motivates people to give at the first place. And why only give during the holidays? So is the, is the uh, um, feverish seasonal gifting the right time? Or why of giving during this time? Is there a way of giving or gifting that transcends seasonality? And that's really what we, we're going to try to explore during this, um, this topic, this show.
So in my very first episode entitled How to Reach How to Reach Your Natural Flow of Happiness, I mentioned that everyone received a talent as a gift. I further explained this concept in episode 7 entitled How Did We Get Here? In that episode, I briefly explained that there are two types of lives. One is conscious and the other one is unconscious. So we, uh, we, left, um, we left the spiritual realm, as also known as paradise, as unconscious spiritual germs. And each one of us was given a talent. So one fundamental purpose of our individual life is to identify our talent to nurture it and let it blossom and share it with others. This is the reason why I mentioned earlier that no one is too poor to give. So not only everyone has, not only that everyone has a gift, but everyone is a gift to the world so long as they live a life that is in conformity with God's will that manifests itself in the entire creation as the laws of creation. So the very first gift that, the very first gift. So when the, um, when the desire to access consciousness became strong inside the spiritual unconscious germs, this automatically expulsed them from from paradise, and I think the Bible talks about it in more um, in a different in a different way. But that expulsion is clearly mentioned in the Bible. So, so that this expulsion itself is the first gift that was given to us because it contained the promise of of um, of becoming conscious. Even at, at this early stage of, of our own existence, we had to give in order to get. So we had to have a desire to access consciousness in order to receive the promise. Please note that we only receive the promise to access full consciousness. It's a promise. So in addition to the promise, each one of us was given a talent as a gift. So I really want to draw the listener's attention again here on the fact that um, there's one fundamental law in creation that actually takes place uh, even at this early stage, the law of giving and receiving. This law states that one must give first in order to receive. And this is clearly stated in the Bible when it states in Matthew that ask and you shall receive. So something has to happen first before you can receive, and generally it's giving. So our own life journey was triggered by asking to access consciousness through, uh, through um, our desire. So our desire to access consciousness could also be seen as, as asking. So the, ex- the expulsion from par- paradise is the accomplishment of the law itself because it represents 
us receiving the promise to access consciousness. So in addition to the promise, we also receive talent, a talent that will further help determine the type of activity that uh, we will eventually engage on once we get to Earth. So what we see here is that even at the very early stage of our own existence, at the beginning of everything, giving is something that trigger the beginning of our own existence. So once we give, like, like we made that effort, you know, to express a desire to access consciousness, and that triggered everything. So we're going to take a short break. As we come back, we will briefly go through uh, the process that I have already mentioned, which is how um, you know the the descent itself all um, happened from paradise all the way to earth, and we will also see some of the other gifts that we receive on our journey all the way to earth. Uh, so I would like for you to um, to hang on, um, and uh, we will be back in sh in a very short minute. Facebook along with some of the greatest minds of the world and that includes you visit us on Facebook at Voice America Empowerment life-changing events can have positive and or negative repercussions when they happen they can feel elating or devastating to those affected it can also get in the way of your personal and professional life on life-altering events with host Frank Zakari, we examine the scope of these events and discuss how to move forward in the wake of the opportunities presented. It's never too late to get started or pick up the pieces and move forward. Listen Tuesdays at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Join host Marla Goldberg each week for guided spirit conversations. This show puts you, the listener, in touch with some exciting guests. Hear how they've helped others and find out how you can help too through Marla's charity shoutouts. Are you ready to shift your current life experience? We've got tips, tools, and techniques designed to help you get started. Guided Spirit Conversations can be heard Thursdays at noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific on Voice America Empowerment. Broaden your mind. Open your heart for a greater understanding of how to express your pure and authentic nature. Tune in and turn on 1111 Talk Radio. Simron, author, publisher, and life mentor, broadens minds and opens hearts to a greater understanding of life, consciousness, and humanity. 1111 Talk Radio is every Wednesday at 11 a.m. Eastern, 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. 1111 Talk Radio. You are not on a journey. You are the journey. You are experience experiencing itself. We're on Facebook, along with some of the greatest minds of the world, and that includes you. Visit us on Facebook at Voice America Empowerment.
This is Revelations and Wonders, Secrets to Life and Happiness. To reach Fabian Edju or today's guest, call in to 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to revelationsandwonders at gmail.com. Now, back to Revelations and Wonders. Hello, friends. Hello, listeners all over the world. Welcome back to Revelations and Wonders. If you are just joining us, today's topic is the best gifts with nothing, what and why to give. And uh, we are now in a, a, you know, going through the second section of this show. Um, so if you missed the, the first part of the show, um, we briefly talked about uh, how life itself for us human beings who who are presently on earth started by started with um, the manifestation of the law of giving and receiving um, if this is new to you the law of giving and receiving says that um, one must give in order to receive um, and this this manifests itself in life in in many many ways you know just like breathing you have to breathe out in order to to be able to breathe in to get oxygen you got to give um and for some of some of some of the people who actually read the bible in matthew 7 there's a you know much matthew 7 says ask and you shall receive so this is really what happened at the beginning because as i mentioned there are two types of lives. Uh, one is conscious and the other one unconscious. So when the desire to access consciousness became very strong, strong enough uh, inside the unconscious spiritual germs, so they were given then an opportunity to access consciousness. And the only way to consciousness was um, downward. So if you haven't had a chance to listen to, um, to the last... No, to uh, to the show number seven. Uh, how did we get here? I clearly explained the, the entire process. But anyways, so as we uh, expressed the desire to access consciousness, we were not only given the possibility, the promise to access consciousness, but we were also given talent as gift that we needed to take along. And uh, as we descended further in regions be, uh, below the spiritual kingdom, we also received several cloaks that enveloped the spiritual germs. So these cloaks are made of the same substance as each of the regions that we travel through on our downward journey. So these cloaks are known here on earth as bodies. So when we say a body, truly, we can call it body, but in reality, it's just a piece of cloth that envelops um, the spiritual um, sparkle or the spiritual germ that we are. So the first cloak or body that we receive was from the animistic kingdom, which is right below the spiritual. And once the spiritual germ was covered with this cloak, it became what what we um, we refer to as a soul. 
So a soul is a spiritual germ or sparkle or spiritual that is covered by the animistic substance. So going further down, the second cloak or body that uh, was issued to us as another gift is the ethereal, ethereal body, right? And then as we go further down, the last body that we receive is the material body as we know it, you know, this physical body. So we can learn from our own first journey from paradise to earth that one always receives in abundance. In other words, the law of giving and receiving always return in abundance, right? And this can clearly be observed on earth today. This has not changed and will not change because it's the law and it's perfect. And and the reason why it would not change because it's perfect, right? Anything that is perfect does not require any change. It will change towards what? So when you plant one grain of corn, you receive a hundred folds in return. So the law are consistent throughout the entire creation, creation and they unfold in a natural and simple manner without exception. So given everything that we've said so far, we can now deduct that no one came to earth empty-handed. Therefore, everyone has to give, something to give, and no one is too poor to give. So every single human being on earth has a talent and bodies. Our earthly body serves as a place to host us and our talent. When I say us, is the spiritual being that we are. It is also that the body is also a tool that one must properly use to further develop our talent. So since giving is the first step in receiving, those with a desire to return one day to paradise must therefore identify their talent, nurture it, make it blossom, and share it with the world. So our talent is truly intended to benefit us and others. Therefore, it is important to identify what our talent is and bring it to maturity. Nature through the cycle of evolution teaches us the proper way of giving. A seed, for instance, when it's planted, it goes through several phases before it reaches maturity. Once it, re it reaches the state of maturity, it feeds many. So, so is the purpose of our own talent. So once we identify the talent, we have to nurture it, let it grow, let it blossom so that it reaches the state of maturity so that others can benefit from it. So it needs to go through the same cycles up to maturity so that it could benefit others and us as a, at the same time. So therefore, you have it. Something that everyone can properly give without exception. So while some, some are really desperate to disassociate the spiritual from our daily lives, such attempts are doomed to fail. The gap created by the ignorance of the spiritual aspect of life could never be filled by anything else. 
So individuals who spend a limited and valuable amount of time on earth only to satisfy their physical being will never find fulfillment. As I mentioned in, in one of my previous episodes, is that only promises are, are fulfilled. And I also mentioned that we received a promise to access consciousness. And this is a spiritual promise. So the promise of, re, re, uh, of reaching spiritual consciousness can only be fulfilled spiritually. So that's why I hope that's why you fully understand that my, my previous saying that individual who spend the, the limited and valuable time on earth only to satisfy the physical being will never find fulfillment because fulfillment is a spiritual fulfillment. So the physical element that exists, whether it's our body, money, houses, or other earthly possessions, are nothing but the, the necessary tools that are given to us to further develop our talent and doing so while enjoying the process itself. So to avoid any possible misunderstanding, I'm not against buying and giving things away. I just want it to be very clear that I'm not even recommending that anybody does, not, doesn't go out and buy things or giving things away. Giving is always good, so long as the intents, the motives, the purpose beyond, beyond behind such action are genuinely pure and without any expectation in return. So the simple fact that many people engage in a frantic giving exercise at a specific given time in a, comp in a very complex world where there are 8 billion individuals with 8 billion desires at any given time, that alone shows that people are not giving properly. So when I drive for Uber and Lyft, I listen to countless conversations. And what I have learned is that most people are very superficial with the way that they go about their lives. So people tend to do things simply because others are doing it too. Because they want to con conform themselves to, to uh, social norms. They want to belong. They want attention. You can, the list can go on and on and on and on and on. So if you look at all those motives, the reason why people are doing this type of things, everything could be summarized in one simple word, vanity. So vanity is truly what, what drives most people in doing, you know, whether it's gifting or, or doing things in today's society because everyone wants to belong, everybody wants to conform, everybody wants to be like, you know, which is very sad because we are all different. 
And in our, within our differences, we all have our own talent. Therefore, the way that we need to live our life is not going to be identical to anybody else. So the path to fulfillment for our own promise is going to be different from one another. It cannot be the same because we are different. As I mentioned, you can travel the entire earth. You can explore and investigate every square inch on earth. You will never find a clone of yourself. That does not exist. Therefore, there's no need to try to be like somebody else. So let, let's just look at the corporate charity that is today admired and celebrated in our society today. We have some corporations that ask, that actually act as the, the modern Robin Hood. People that are actively, actively working to help the company generate money are cheaply paid on one hand. Workers even have to struggle to make the ends meet because of the low, the low wages that maximizes corporate profit. So the same corporation would engage in well-publicized charity donation for a cause just to clean their own public image. This for me is not any different from stealing from, from some and giving to others. And that is why I called it the modern Robin Hood scheme. I think the charity will have more meaning if they pay decent wages to the workers and then ask those workers if they want to contribute towards a cause then or they can even give options to each workers to say, okay, here are, here's a, a range of options that if you want to give your hard-earned money or well-deserved, you can, you can choose, you can pick and choose whichever charity you want. So going back to the, the fundamental law of giving and receiving, one must also avoid excesses either in giving or receiving. We should learn to only give in proportion, mainly the tangible gifts to avoid making um, the, the receiving party exclusively dependent on such gift. We should never lose sight on the fact that everyone has a talent and that was given to them as a gift. Therefore, our giving should contribute towards helping them further develop their own talent. It is also, um, it is only when we don't engage in excesses, whether in giving or receiving, that we maintain balance or harmony. So in addition, our gift must really serve a clear purpose that only benefit the recipient, satisfy their need, all without expectation from the giver, done from us who are giving. So the minimal expectations that one can place on the recipient is the need for effort. In other words, the person who receives a gift should have exercised personal effort towards accomplishing something. 
So the best and much anticipate um, the best and most um, appreciated gift always come when the recipient reaches a state where an external contribution could make a difference towards an accomplishment. So gifting in this condition generate a true and genuine feeling of gratitude towards the, the giver. So basically, just like I say, I've said um, at the beginning, the law of giving and receiving, so effort must be required before you can give. So somebody needs to make an effort, whether it's just by asking. But you also need to make sure that you're giving them something of value. Because if they're asking for something that's going to be very destructive, you don't want to give that. Because you are initiating a cycle that have negative impact in our society as a whole. So we're going to take a very quick break, a short break, and then um, we will be back. And you really don't want to miss the last part of this uh, because this is truly where uh, we will be talking about the actual intangible uh, gift that transcend any season. So we're going to be, we will be right back very shortly. what makes the most successful people tick. Keep listening to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Tune in to Lead Up for Women. Speak up to Lead Up as we celebrate the influence of women in business and beyond. Your host, Colleen Biggs, speaks with guests who have stories to share, have faced adversity, and have become success stories in business, in their communities, and in personal accomplishments. Join the strong and the brilliant ones and understand that the world is ready for you to be at your best. Lead Up for Women is heard live every Wednesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Empowerment. When you learn to see things from a spiritual perspective, it changes the way you see virtually everything in your life. Listen for Dr. Paula Joyce and her program, Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit. Our program will help you get rid of the negative aspects of your life and invite love, joy, and prosperity into your life. Turn that negative feeling into a positive one. Tune in to Uplift Your Life, Nourishment of the Spirit, every Thursday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Life can be confusing at times. There can be uncertainty, disappointment, and an inability to clearly see where you're headed. But it doesn't have to be this way at all if you understand how to take the next step in your life. Tune in to Living the Miracle with your hosts, Michael and Raphael Tamora. We'll help you to find the deeper meaning that awaits you in your life, have certainty in yourself, and learn to be clairvoyant. Listen Wednesdays at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern, on Voice America Empowerment. Find out what makes the most successful people tick. Keep listening to the Voice America Empowerment Channel, voiceamericaempowerment.com. This is Revelations and Wonders, Secrets to Life and Happiness 
To reach Fabian Edju or today's guest, call in to 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to revelationsandwonders at gmail.com. Now, back to Revelations and Wonders. Hello, listeners all over the world. Friends and fellow human beings, welcome back to Revelations and Wonders, Secrets to Life and Happiness. Uh, If you are just joining us, today's topic is the best gifts with nothing, what and why to give. So during our first section, uh, we briefly talked about how life itself began with um, us wanting to access consciousness. And this is the manifestation of a law that is um, that takes place throughout the entire creation. And the law here is the law of giving and receiving. And the law says that one shall receive only after giving. So, and that is also how everything started because we, we by making effort towards the desire, um, the, the desire towards consciousness, we also receive in return. And I think this law is also clearly uh, um, expressed in the Bible um, in Matthew 7 when it says, um, ask and you shall receive. So, we did, our desire uh, was uh, ask. And then we receive, but we only receive the promise, not consciousness itself. We we had to put, we have to put effort towards our own consciousness to reach that level of consciousness. So we only receive the promise to access consciousness, and that could only be fulfilled on Earth. So that's why our um, journey from paradise went from, you know, going from paradise, we got expulsed, uh, expulsed from paradise, and then we traveled through other regions, and as I mentioned, and through our journey, we also received other gifts that are called uh, cloaks, and that we also refer to as bodies. So in the second section of this show, we also briefly um, cover the need for the person who's receiving the gift to make effort uh, that the gift should not only be something that you offer without the purpose of fulfilling a need. So the gift must fulfill a specific need. So that means the, the recipient needs to have, there needs to be a, a need from the, uh, the recipient of such gift. And one of the things that I mentioned at the very end, if um, you had a chance to listen, is that the best and much appreciated gift always comes when the recipient reaches the states where an external contribution could make a difference towards an accomplishment. What that means is they were doing something and your gift is going to help them reach the end goal, you know, reach their objective. And under those circumstances, gifting in these conditions truly generate uh, a true and genuine feeling of gratitude towards the giver. 
So here's a quote from the Bible. It says, but when you give to the needy, do not let your, your left hand know what your right hand is doing, so that your giving may be in secret. And your father, who sees what is done in secret, will reward you. So this passage from the Bible provides us with clear indication on how to give. So when you give, do it in secret, in contrast with all the gifting ceremonies that take place today. This is one of those advices that most people don't even follow. So nowadays, most givers seek admiration and recognition. And the only way to get that is to give in public. But the notion of public should not be taken, should be taken into a broader context here, right? I'm not just talking about giving in public as, you know, standing in the middle of the street bragging that, hey, look, I'm giving this to this person. So, but the notion of itself need to be taken in a, in a broader context, meaning even in smaller settings, such as in a family, at work, in meeting, or any other social context. So the need for secrecy between the giver and the recipient only takes place when the transactions occurs between only the two, in addition to who else need to know. So that is the setting for secrecy. It's not something that you just want everybody else who's present to see or know that, yeah, look, look at me, I'm giving this to that person. So we must always preserve the reputation of the person who receives a gift. When we give in secret without drawing any unnecessary attention on ourselves, we afford the, the opportunity to the recipient to claim full ownership of the gift. So it should therefore be up to them, to the recipient, to let others know what they receive, that they receive such gift from somebody else. So the ultimate best gift that we can offer to others are things that money cannot buy. And if we truly develop our own talent and then live an, uh, an exemplary life, that alone is the best gift there is and the best way to give. So by becoming the best human being possible, we serve as a model for others. Now, those who are striving towards personal and spiritual growth can look up to you as evidence of what is possible. That image or impression that we create in, um, onto others will serve as a blueprint towards bettering themselves. You become a source of inspiration that is more powerful than anything that money can buy. And that, transformed, that transforms the world beyond your own wildest imagination.
So in society, you naturally become powerful in the sense that the law of attraction will enter into effect. So you will attract individuals with similar desires. They will be open to learning from you on how to become like you. So a simple sentence such as, you know, when they come to you and asking you a simple question, how can I become just like you? So you just give them a simple sentence like envision yourself, envision your best self and work towards becoming that, that best can transform the masses. And sometimes you don't even have to say a single word because many will secretly observe and get inspired. So here's a real, a real life story, okay, <clears throat> that really illustrates this point. So uh, some of you probably know that I drive for Uber and Lyft as uh, this has also been the beginning of this endeavor that took me to, to this show. So is, this is the, the story of a dentist, uh, dentist student. So the other day I went on to drive for Uber and Lyft as I always do. So this day my passenger was a young man who was going to school uh, in a local famous university. As usual, I like to engage, in, you know, and engage my passenger in meaningful conversation. So as soon as he entered the vehicle, he sat in the passenger uh, passenger's uh, seat in the back, and we drove away. So the drive itself was not far, but far enough to hold a good conversation. So I proceeded <clears throat> to start the conversation. And the whole thing went as follows. So I asked, so what do you do? The passenger said, I'm going, I'm going to school. I said, what are you studying? The passenger said, well, it's a long story. I said, okay, well, I really, I really want to hear your story. The passenger said, I'm going to school for dentistry. And then I asked, so what made you choose that? So he said, I always wanted to do something to help people. And I really like art as well. First, I wanted to become a doctor. I was going to school. I had an opportunity to shadow a few doctors. I struggled when I noticed that most patients only spend a certain amount of time with their physician. And it didn't seem very personal. One day, my mother suggested that I shadow a dentist. I resisted the, the thought. But, but my mother encouraged me to... Uh, to do so and reassured me that um, if it's not something that I didn't like, I, I had nothing to lose. So if I didn't like it, I can always do something else. I agree and ended up going to shadow the dentist. He said he saw a man who genuinely loved his job. The chemistry between him and his patient was amazing. He seemed to really, uh, to really like and enjoy his work and treated everything as art. So just by observing him, I knew without any doubt that this is exactly what I wanted to do. This was the perfect combination between my desire to help others and art as I truly like it. That is why I chose dentistry as my field of study. And I really like it. So clearly, the dentist gave to the young man something 
to look forward to the possibility of combining your talent and art. So he did so in secrecy without having to spend any money. So we can all do that anywhere, any day, at any given time, and at any given occasion. We can give by being and inspiring others when we are even unaware of of doing so. So when we engage in becoming a source of inspiration for many, we are truly giving by our own presence. Not only our giving goes beyond seasonality, but it becomes timeless. But above all, we become a true gift to the world. So I hope this is enough to make you realize the importance of being intentional about finding purpose, meaning, and fulfillment in life. So I invite you to listen and discuss what you've learned from today's show with people who seek greater purpose in life so that you can gain clarity. If you have any questions regarding today's topic, feel free to send us your question at revelationsandwonders at gmail.com. If you are inspired by, by this show and would like your transformational story to be read on air and posted on our website, email us at revelationsandwonders.com. If you are inspired by this and want to support this show, go to revelationsandwonders.com and click on Become a Patron. If there's a topic that you would like us to cover during this show, go to revelationsandwonders.com and answer the question, what is your number one question about living a meaningful and purposeful and happier life in any social status? If you are interested in sponsoring this show, please feel free to reach out to our executive producer. Her name is Sandra Rogers at sandra.rogers at voiceamerica.com or you can call her office at 480-553-5756. We hope that you will join us again next week, same time. But for now, I wish you happiness and a beautiful day. Thank you for joining us for Revelations and Wonders, Secrets to Life and Happiness. Please join host Fabian Ed Jew again next Monday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Invite a trusted friend to listen and discuss today's show and use this week's blessings to better your life. 